This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. I'm your host, Alejandro Stein, and we have a great show for you this evening. And like usual, the world is crashing down. Tonight, we're going to play a brand new game called Hitler or Harvard, where we're going to test your ability to see if these people are supporting Hamas or supporting Hitler. And guess what? You're probably not going to be able to tell the difference. Then after that, we also have the beautiful Cameron Kinsey on to help me wedge this golf club up Darius's you-know-what. So you don't want to miss out on tonight's show. It's going to be insane for the Ukraine. More money laundering than Vladimir Zelensky could ever think of. So guys, tap in. We're about to go live. And I know that baked potato probably has a little bit too much chive. So pick it off. Enjoy your potato. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. You know who I be, the pimp on a blimp, Primetime 99. And we have a great show for you this evening. A lot of stuff is going on. And we have some new games that we're going to play that I think you're really going to enjoy. So, you know, guys, I want to sit here and I want to talk about a lot of the geopolitical conflicts that this country is facing and a lot of other countries are facing. But really, uh, is that, there we go. Uh, I don't know if that played out loud, but that guy's. Yeah, that did. Yeah, well, that's kind of cool. We had a little bit of emphasis, a little more music. (laughs) I like that. We're like jazz. You never know when you're going to hear a sound effect, but that's kind of how we like to keep it loosey-goosey. But back to what I was saying about the geopolitical conflicts in other countries. Now, a lot of these people, the Palestinians, the people you know that support Hamas, they've been saying some really disgusting stuff. They've been saying stuff that Kanye West was canceled for not too long ago. But now it's kind of a nouveau rich. Is that the word, Jimmy? New rich people? Yep. Nouveau rich to say that uh, Israel is responsible for 9-11. Is that what they say, Jimmy, or is that not what they say? Have they said that trope yet? They're about to. Okay, so they're going to start blaming on 9-11 on Israel. Yes, yeah, yeah. they are. So, listen, whether you have um, a dog in the fight, I personally, you guys, everybody thinks I am Jewish. I'm really not, so I really don't have a dog in the fight. But, Jimmy, do you have a dog in this fight? Because you did go to an Ivy League school. Well, actually, I'm sporting my Israel soccer jersey, so... That is gay. Soccer is the gayest sport ever alive. We don't like soccer on this show. We like man sport, boxing, football, pro wrestling, and Sudoku, men's sports. Okay, so as I was saying, tonight we're going to hear from some of the most elite professors at some of the most elite schools in the entire world, arguably. Harvard, uh, Penn, um, <clears throat> Brown. So let's read this. Harvard president waffles when asked if calls on campus for genocide of Jews violate school policy, angering Harvard Hillel. What is that? What's Harvard Hillel? Harvard Hillel is the Harvard Jewish group. It's like their campus Jewish. L'chaim. Is that right? Is that a no, Jewish? No, it's, it's Hillel. L'chaim, you mean? I don't, I don't. 
Yeah, sure. Matzo sure, ball I'll soup. Look. I can call my rabbi real quick, and he could tell us. Here, let me see if I can get him on the phone. So say, what is Hillel? Are you sure that that's the right? Uh, yeah, I looked it up. And that's a Jewish group. Yeah, it's the Jewish student group on Harvard's campus. Okay, all right. I'll believe you on that. So now, uh, multiple Ivy League presidents have refused to condemn the anti-Semitism on their campuses. So what we did, guys, tonight is we invented an incredible game called Hitler or Harvard. That's right, where you're going to decide if this quote is from a Harvard president or Adolf Hitler, the misunderstood painter from Austria. Is that, is that a proper definition of Hitler? You know, it's funny because the Harvard president said that quote. No, she did not. You're right, she didn't. That's but. what I always say because, you know, I don't like to say Hitler's name for terms of service reasons. We like to call him a painter from Austria. Our boy Kevin Brennan is where I learned that. So, okay. All right. So we're going to go through some quotes. And I didn't see the game because we want to keep the game fresh. We want the outcome to be genuine. So Jimmy put this together so you know it's going to be probably an epic disaster. But that's neither here nor there. We're going to play this game, and we're going to let you at home decide, was that a Hitler or was that Harvard that said that quote? All right. Are we ready for this game, yeah, Jimmy? Yeah, I'll read the quote just to make it easier. Bump, bump, a little music. Our, bump, bump, ba-na-na-na-na, bump, bump, ba-na-na-na-na, bump, bump, ba-na-na-na-na, Hitler or Harvard? All right. Was this Hitler or Harvard? Calling for the genocide of Jews is not considered bullying. Okay, that, I'm going to guess right, that sounds like something that a professor at a school would say. Correct. Ding! Can we get a ding? That is yes. what Harvard President Claudine Gay said yesterday at the congressional hearings, that calling for the genocide of Jews is not necessarily considered bullying. She actually said this. Okay, uh, she said that. I thought she said that only 30,000 people died in the Holocaust. Nope, that wasn't her. Okay, that was somebody else. Okay, sorry. All right, now next one. The end is not only the end of the freedom of the peoples oppressed by the Jewish people. The end is not only the end of the freedom of the peoples oppressed by Jewish people. Okay, it, now this one sounds like somebody speaking German and getting it translated to English. So I'm going to go with Big Adolf. Correct. That was Adolf Hitler, a quote from hey, Mein Kampf. Okay, this, this game is a little easier than I uh, uh, predicted. But okay, that's okay, okay. These okay. next two are a little more difficult. Okay, so I'm one for one. You're two for two, technically. Two for two. I don't even know how to do math. All right. Chanting for genocide of Jews is bad only in certain contexts. Now, this one's tricky, Jimmy. Read that for me so I can hear it in your voice <laughs> so it sounds like a different tense. Chanting for genocide of Jews is bad only in certain contexts. Well, I'm a huge guy when it comes to context. I think context matters, right? So let's say that they're in a soccer game and they're using the word genocide metaphorically and it's Israel versus you know, Iran. Maybe in that context, it would be okay. Am I wrong, Jimmy? Well, the person who said this would certainly agree. Okay, so the person that said this, chanting for genocide, is Harvard Penn! That was a little fast. I didn't really get to answer it, but... Yeah, yeah, that was a quick trigger. My bad. I have a problem Jimmy, with that. what the hell? I'm literally going to go back up there and stick this golf club up your derriere. Nothing would give me more pleasure than watching you squeal like a pig. I'm done with gay conversion therapy. We talked about this. You're not done this. yet. Not after that. Not after that. Oh club. my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> yes, so that was the Ivy pen, League. The Penn president 
testifying at the same congressional hearing, Liz McGill, she literally said this, chanting for the genocide of Jews is a contextual basis decision on whether it's bad. Mm. She actually said this. Okay. Okay. This last one, Alex, this is going to shock you. Since the Jewish people are not the attacked, but the attacker, anyone who resists them are called the enemy. Oh, I know who said this. One of those dumbass Princeton uh, teachers, for sure. This is Ivy League Harvard. Close. It's both. Oh, so this is shocking. And this is true. I was looking up Hitler quotes. My laptop screwed forever, my history, but I found a quote in Hitler's Mein Kampf that almost verbatim matched the quote of the Harvard student groups, where it says, since the Jewish people, so this is since the Jews are not the attacked, but the attacker, anyone who stands up to them are the enemy. But then I was like, wait, those Harvard student groups after the Hamas attack said almost the same thing. They said the Hamas attack was the fault of the Jewish people, and they're entirely responsible for the attack. And that's why Hamas is called the enemy for resisting Hmm. the Jews. So that Hmm. is like a paraphrased version of actual Hitler. So congrats, Harvard student group. You accidentally supported Hitler. Good job. Good job. They they might argue that they just fully support Hitler, right? I mean, they probably would like it. Yeah, maybe it wasn't an accident. Wouldn't they want a totally Arab ethnostate in the Middle East? You know, I can't speak on that. I just think it's really weird that their main point almost exactly matched a Hitler quote. Should we open the phone lines and get other people's opinions on Hitler? No, we should not. Jimmy, why don't you ever want to open the phone lines and do something like that? I love opening the phone lines, but I do not want to let strangers on the internet discuss Hitler in a live fashion. Kanye West might call in. Oh, you know what? You would go viral. It would also be our last show. Yeah, I already think this might be our last show because there's no way the algorithm is going to suggest any show speaking uh, positive of Hitler. I don't think that that's going to be, I don't think this one's going to get recommended. Only the Harvard student groups have spoken positive. We are anti-Hitler. We hate Hitler. Yeah, we hate Hitler. We hate Hitler. Come here, Darius. Come here real quick. Just Darius. I just want to, real quick, hurry, hurry, hurry. We just want to say that, uh, come to Neil so so I can see you. We just want to say... We condemn Adolf Hitler and tell them how much you hate Adolf Hitler. I hate 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 him, burn him, burn him, burn him, burn him. Zuka, 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 zuka. Burn his ass. 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 Towards the grave. Towards the grave. Towards the grave. Towards the grave. Burn that ass. Burn that ass. Towards the grave. Burn that ass. Towards the grave. All right. All right. That's enough. All right. Get out of here. Okay. But. Just for the viewers, so they have some context, we do have the original video of the congressional hearings. And Let's I want, play it. I want everyone to know I was not Shut exaggerating. It Shut it down, Jimmy, and play the video. Okay. At MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment? Yes or no? If targeted at individuals, not making public statements. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada. I've heard chants, which (laughs) can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. 
So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules? Well, I think that, that would be um, investigated of, as harassment if pervasive and severe. Ms. McGill, at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment, yes. I am asking, specifically calling for the genocide of Jews, does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision. It's a context. It's a context yeah, I know, but isn't that right, Jimmy? Don't we have freedom of speech? Can't we say anything? I mean, I thought we were allowed to say every, anything we want, right? And that we're freedom of speech, and that why I'm allowed to call AOC a big booty Latina. Well, here's the thing: these same Ivy League presidents says misgendering is violence and severely punish people who violate those things or do microaggressions. But apparently, calling for the genocide of Jews, they're suddenly free speech warriors, and they can't even say if they're punishing these students or even if it violates any rules. So that's where the hypocrisy lies. There is a lot of hypocrisy, especially in our schooling system. I mean, the people that rule the schools that we all go to is like they're always asking for money, yet their endowments are so big. So uh, the college system is literally a scam. I think isn't that what Charlie Kirk's book is called? College is a scam. Well, he says that a lot. I don't I don't read books. Well, that's how you know it's a scam. You have these hypocritical people. But at the same at the same time, I feel like we should be able to say anything. I mean, Darius says some really disgusting stuff about the Holocaust and we don't we don't punish him. We uh, uh, we probably should if he does. We should punish him for that. <laughs> yeah, we should we should punish him. We are uh we are an anti-Holocaust denier show. Oh. Darius. Ugh. All right. Well, I didn't know that that was a hard, fast rule for Darius, even though he's an African American. You know, maybe that's. Maybe that's <laughs> Did Kanye got away with it, calling out the Holocaust? Not really. I mean, but he had he a just, net, and then he had the Yuhu. It was like Benjamin Net and Yuhu, and drinking chocolate milk. Remember how viral that went? I, I did. It, yes, it went viral. Yeah, it did go viral. But I and think that's because you, he was on Alex Jones. Maybe if he said that on the MSNBC, it would be more tolerable. And he lost five billion dollars because they took a shoe company away from him. Yeah, yeah, that happened. I'm what did Michael Jordan say about shoes? He said Republicans and Democrats buy sneakers. Were, yes. So do Jewish people and Palestinians both buy sneakers? That is a great question. And I haven't looked into that very often. Where do Christians uh, come into play in this whole thing? I've, I kind of wonder where they are uh, because they're not Muslim nor Jewish. Is that correct? Technically, yes. They're kind of, they're more Jewish than Muslim though because Jesus was Jewish. So that they is kinda, true. They vibe with him a little more. Wow, I didn't even think of that. Are Christians better carpenters than Muslims? That's a good. Well, Jesus technically was Jewish as a carpenter. So, and and then his followers were who were like the first Christians were mostly fishermen. So maybe well, Jews, they were anglers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, anglers. I love the Bass Pro shops, dude. I go in Bass Pro shops. They have the cleanest restrooms. I go in there on road trips and I just poop my heart out. I love it. It's so clean. So you're telling me Jesus would have loved Bass Pro Shops? Is that what you're saying? I think he would have. I think he would have recruited disciples in there. Well, we need to ask people. Uh, and, and guys, all the chat rats that are watching this right now, we got a little over 600. Why are you guys not sharing this? Why are you guys not super chatting? We need this show to grow. It's their fault, Jimmy. It's not my fault at all. It's not my fault that I'm becoming less popular. It's not my fault that I'm not yelling at AOC. It's the chat rats' fault. Isn't that correct? 
Yeah, they need to send this to AOC because Alex can't tag AOC on Twitter because she still blocked him. So all the chat writes, I need you to send this link, tag AOC on Twitter, and be like, please watch this show. Alex please, has a special guys, message. Go do that. Tag this show. Tweet this at AOC. I will retweet you guys. Put me in there, and I'll follow you back. And on top of that, oh, we got a $50 super chat from Bad Buddhist, one of our top super chatters. We love you, Bad Buddhist. I want to know what the mounted deer head thinks. It's wearing some fly sunglasses and might have something to offer. Probably more to offer than Jimmy ever could. Show a shot of Jimmy and the deer behind him. You see that deer right there? It holds my sunglasses, the deer. Are those your sunglasses? You're kind of... Yeah. That's kind of 2016. Oh, look, we got some more viewers. We said share it, and all of a sudden, somehow we got 85 more viewers. So that is good. They're saying, be poor, Alex. I'm not going to be poor, all right? And we're not going to ever be poor again. You know why? Because I have an OnlyFans. If you guys want to support that, go to OnlyFans.com slash my wife's boyfriend's butthole. Alex, okay, can I yes. make one more Jew no, genocide no, joke? No, yes, but yeah. Is, is it pro-Jew or pro-genocide? Uh Pro Hamas. It, it's it's pro Jew. I'm a pro semi. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So the reason that the Harvard students did not, uh, I just messed it up. Just the, say it. Just speak English. I'm gonna say it again. The reason the Harvard students didn't get in trouble for calling for the genocide of Jews because they did not misgender the Jews. That joke sucks. No, <laughs> I'm literally. I want to just shove this golf club and bash. What did Tiger Woods' wife, Elon Nordegren, did she ever hit him with a golf club? Mostly took out his car, but I think she was aiming for Tiger. And she hit the, the rear end of his Escalade, I believe. Yeah, enough to make him crash because it was a, a single vehicle crash in that original incident. I think he was on a bunch of Viagra and his blood sugar levels were messed up is what he said, I believe, at sex rehab. It was probably Viagra mixed with some stuff. He did have back issues, so. Do you think that was from the Viagra or golf? Probably a little bit of both, because if you imagine if you have a boner for that long, your back is going to take some sort of heat. You know what I mean? If you always have, if you always got one up there, and then you, your back is only going to be able to last so long carrying that extra two pounds that way. Mm -hmm. And hey, it throws hey. off your back. The curve of your back is not natural when you constantly have an erection. Well, yep. now's a perfect time for the ad read if you oh, want to do that. Oh, it is. Oh, guys, speaking of, guys, for years... Hollywood has been lacking when it comes to stories of redemption. Movies and TV shows have always trended toward the anti-hero, the flawed person who makes no effort to change and just becomes worse and worse as the story goes on. Well, here's some great news. The Blind, the true story of the Robertson family, is now available for purchase on Blaze TV. Maybe you've made a mess of your life. Maybe someone you love is in a dark place. Maybe all the above. If you or someone you know, if they feel beyond redemption, you guys need to watch this movie. You'll see that there is always, always hope. The Blind takes you on an incredible journey through the life of Phil Robertson, giving you an intimate look into the man behind the legend and the trials, the triumphs, and the values that have shaped him through the years. While The Blind wasn't a Blaze Media production, since Phil is such a big part of our Blaze TV family, we wanted to make sure that you had the opportunity to stream it right here. And because it isn't ours, we can't include it as part of the subscription. But if you'd rather purchase it and stream it here rather than Am Apple or Amazon, we wanted to make sure the opportunity was there for you. So act now. Don't miss this opportunity to own The Blind, a Phil Robertson story on Blaze TV. Buy it today 
at blazetv.com slash the blind for $19.99. Again, that's blazetv.com slash the blind. It's a great movie, Jimmy, but there's not enough nudity in it. There's no nudity in it. You want to see Phil Robertson naked? Yes, I've been wanting to see Phil Robertson's dong for a long time. And don't tell Mrs. Robertson about that. I just, you know, what I'm saying is he has BDE, big dick energy. The same reason I want to see Pete Davidson's penis. Not because I'm homosexual, it's because I, I want to prove the conspiracy right or wrong. No, I want to see Pete Davidson's penis. Well, that is gay when you say that. Don't say that ever again. I, I mean, that say, has as to the be host the explanation. The, as the host of this show, I can make gay comments and still be a heterosexual you, as the lonely peon producer that I use as a urinal when the urinal is busy, you're not allowed to make homosexual statements. I'm it? sorry. $20 super chat. Ooh. Zach Rubenstein Gold. I am a Jew, and Darius stuck his rocket in my glory hole in 1998. Is that real, Darius? Come here real quick. Hurry. Run, 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 run. Did you ever stick your rocket in somebody's glory hole in 1998? Not that I recollect, because officially... Officially, I, I did the glory hole thing from 94 to 96. So he was but, off. Yeah, you know. So you're telling me 96 was your cutoff. He's saying 98. So Jimmy, refund that $20 super chat. He's lying. Oh my gosh. Okay, fine. Oh, thank you for setting the record straight. See, uh, Darius has no reason to lie. He's like Abraham Lincoln, honest Abe. Alex, <laughs> the favorite part of my, my favorite part of the show is next. Oh, the craption contest. Yes. We call it that because it's so crappy. I love Look, the You know what I contest. do in the caption contest? Just like George Bush, I throw my shoe at it. Okay, so do you, do you get the joke, Jimmy, that they threw a yeah, shoe? Yeah, that guy threw a shoe, multiple shoes. and he... Should I throw both my shoes? Yeah, sure. Left-handed. All right. Ooh, I like the sound effects. All right. Good sound effect. So now, is there a hole in my sock? There is. Jimmy, why did I wear these socks with these huge holes in it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> why is this so does my sock have a hole in it, Jimmy? Yeah, now it does. <laughs> what the hell, dude? Who's got a socks in my okay, wearing? We gotta get to the caption contest. Okay. All right. So caption number one. Well, here's the here's a isn't that a great photo? Okay, this is me taking a whip it, which is badass. And I you know what? Actually, let me just get on my soapbox for one. Monuto, uno minuto. That's my Spanish. There is some guy, and I really should have just screenshotted it because now I'm arguing with a guy on Twitter, and we're not even looking at it. No, go back to the picture, Stuart, so you can see me. So a guy's like, "Why would you even do this jokingly? What a bad example for your audience, which I know is mainly made up of 15 to 20 year olds." Hey, I wish we had a young audience like that. We would be very valuable to uh, you know sponsors. B if anybody sees me take a whip it from a ready whip can and they go and do it, that's on them, dude. I'm an idiot. I'm out there sucking a thing like it's a dong. Yeah, maybe people want to be like me, but trust me, it wasn't me that pushed them over the top that got them to start sucking nitrous oxide. They had some demons that they're trying to medicate before all that. So do not blame your drug use on my wild lifestyle. Okay, all right, now, caption number one. And then Brandy Love finished the scene like this. Oh, that's an inside joke. We like that one. Okay, good one, chat rats. That's Scott Starboard. Scott Starboard is one of our best chat rats. He's Scott, the best. you're great. Thank you for that, Scott. All right, number two. At Darko Nation. Delta 8 doesn't do it for me anymore. It's nitro time. Nitrous oxide. That's my favorite. Number two. Say who's at Danko Nation? Darko Nation. Darko Nation. I like that one, Darko Nation. All right, number three. 
at ZergleJerk. And on that day, Alex realized it's not about the fame, the money, the women, or even owning his own blimp. It was all about the nitrous, nitrous oxide he had just inhaled. They have a point. The nitrous oxide will make you forget about all the good and bad things in your life. Have you ever seen that episode of uh, Intervention where she's addicted to a uh, huffing duster? I have not. And yeah, I'm walking on sunshine. It's one of the most legendary episodes ever. She's just sucking on, on you know, computer keyboard cleaner the whole episode. Hell of an episode. Everybody needs to go watch Intervention. Uh, I'm addicted to dust off, I think is what it's called. All right, uh, number four. At Bizarrock Beast 6264, when the whippet hits so nice, you turn into a Japanese father that is pleased with his son's grades. That's my favorite. That's the best one. Okay, so we need to put a poll in the chat. One, two, three, or four. And still, Jimmy, we're gaining viewers, but why are the viewers not hitting the like button? Guys, we're going to go through. You're going to be able to vote. Now, while you vote, the same way you click your damn phone or your damn laptop or your damn PC, click the like button. What does that matter, Alex? Because these fuckers at YouTube, they had to fucking make it impossible to get in the fucking algorithm. And so if you guys like it, it makes our chances of getting seen by new people more probable, I guess you'd say. Is it likely? Not necessarily. Does it equate likes, more views? No. Does it help? According to YouTube, it does. All right? So they are our daddy right now, and we need to make Papa proud. So we need to get the likes up. What? How many likes are we at, Jimmy James? 254 likes, and there's 750 people watching. 500 of you need to hit the like button or I am going to jam this golf club up my own ass. How about that? Is that what you want? You want me to jam this up my ass, Jimmy? I, I would. Yeah, I would. So you can understand what I went through at Gay Conversion Therapy. That is true. I do need to be a little more empathetic. Okay, all right. So now we're getting to the uh, good part of the show, right? The eye candy, as we like to call it, Jimmy? Yes. Is our eye candy ready? Yeah, she is ready. I hope she didn't hear me say I can't. You didn't have she didn't have audio, right? No, she she's she's blushing. God dang it, Jimmy! When I'm talking about the guests, do not give them access to my audio. I was about to say a bunch of bad stuff. I was gonna talk about her cheerleading outfit, doing all kinds of things. I thought we were in a private setting, Jimmy. So we stop letting our guests hear me introduce them. Sounds good. Cameron! The one, the only Cameron Kinsey. We apologize in advance for my bad behavior. It's okay. Good well, to have you. <laughs> well, Cameron, we have you here because you are not only beautiful, smart, uh, you worked at the White House, you have a great resume, but you're also a college cheerleader, which a lot of people don't realize that the dedication it takes to be a college athlete and the time and energy it takes to become successful. And you, as a college cheerleader, tell us a little bit about your locker room experience. Like, I know there was male cheerleaders, but they didn't have, they had a separate locker room, correct? Yeah, well, I was on an all-girl team because at the University of Louisville, they actually split it up into co-ed and all-girl. And I tried out for the all-girl team just because I grew up as a base and a flyer. Um, so I didn't really share the locker room with any guys. Well, did the co-ed co team have to share the locker room? Um, that's a really great question. I don't think that they necessarily had to. I thought that, I think they met up at the end after like all the changing and, and getting out of the warmups and everything happened. Um, but no, they weren't forced to share a locker room. 
Well, we wanted to have you on because in the news right now, everybody's talking about, you know, trans athletes, you know, how are they going to compete? You have AOC talking about how that it would be an invasion of privacy if there were uh, genital checks for athletes. Like if you had to check whether they were biological female or male. And Jimmy actually had a really good tweet. He said, uh, bitch, have you ever heard of a physical? Yeah, I had to get my wiener checked every year. I had to have a doctor. I had to cough. I had to check. Yeah, that's that's part of playing sports. So what is your opinion on trans athletes competing against biological females? Well, I think keeping trans athletes out of women's sports is common sense legislation. The, the left has tried to erase families by detesting the nuclear family. And now we're seeing them try to erase women and women's equal opportunity. They're actually making a, a mockery of women. Um, Riley Gaines, actually, she just testified on, on Capitol Hill. She was a swimmer at the University of Kentucky. Um, and I actually cheered at the University of Louisville, so about an hour away. Um, but she, she said it best. She was saying that anybody who allows a male athlete to take a woman's opportunity on a team is actually denying fairness and equal opportunity under Title IX. And Biden the Biden administration's rewrite of Title IX is a disgrace. And the administration, this administration prides themselves on being inclusive. This rewrite would exclude biological women from having equal opportunity in this field. Um, so it's, a, it's an absolute disgrace. And Jimmy's in my ear right now. Jimmy, do we have that clip? We do. Let's play it to me that although the title of this hearing implies a much needed discussion, we're likely going to be forced to listen to transphobic bigotry. Unsafe, unfair, and discriminatory practices towards women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized over safety and fairness. And Ranking Member Lee, if my testi testimony makes me transphobic, then I believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist. Thank you. Ooh. I have, as the saying goes. Uh, Madam Chair, excuse me, I move to have uh, the gentlewoman's words taken down. Gentlewoman's Madam Chair, words. she's engaging in personalities. What, what, is, what does that mean, Jimmy, engaging in personalities? Can I just ask I have no how idea. it's fair to be called transphobic? There's a thing. I would say men disguising themselves as women are engaging in personalities. Oh, that's on, MTG. Yep. That was MTG. All right, well, that was a pretty good clip. I mean, you know, is anything going to get done? I don't know. I mean, I, I really, I think it's only going to get worse. Uh, Jimmy, what's the, isn't there some new swimmer that broke a bunch of records in Florida? Is that correct, Jimmy? They call themselves the monster or something? You know what I'm talking about? I'm sure there are. No, but there is. Guys, I just can't think of it. There's some new record-breaking high school trans athlete that they're trying to restrict. So, Basically, uh, Cameron, the reason why we had you on is we want to go over a little bit of locker room etiquette and what is the proper way to act in a locker room as a transgender female? Is that right? Yeah, transgender female in a biological female's locker room. I get confused all the time. So I want to bring on my beautiful actresses. Come here, ladies. These are both beautiful ladies. And I didn't tell my director before, you're probably going to keep Cameron in a small box and then keep us in the big box if you can do that, Stu. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we're going to get that. So now this is beautiful. Big Natalie right here. Hi. How are you doing, Big Natalie? I'm doing lovely. How are you doing? Big Natalie is the greatest trans rebounder female basketball player born a man in the entire nation. Was ranked a uh, All-American male basketball player, but went to jail for robbery, and now they're uh, lost a lot of their NCAA eligibility, but they have a little bit of time left, and they know that getting into the WNBA will be much easier 
as a transgender woman. Now this, come over here, stand over here so this camera can see you. Now this is our biological, maybe I gotta go over here. I don't know, can you see us? Yeah, there we go. Now, this is our biological female. What's your name? Dewina. Hi, Cam. This How's is going? This is Dewina. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Okay, so now we're going to start wait, off wait, with, wait, we have with to the guess. towel. We need the towel. Well, I don't have any shoes on. So, Cameron, here's the crazy thing. One of those is a biological woman, and one of those is a trans woman. You Can you even tell? It's like it's a towel. And then when you drop the towel, that's when you say you're lying. Okay, so well, Alex, Alex, let's see if they can guess who the trans woman is and who the biological. I think woman I already is. said, but uh, we'll is just... it Jawina? Jawina is the biological woman. Yes, that's correct, Cam. <laughs> okay, the biological woman. So Cam, now we're gonna go through three scenarios: what it's like to be a trans person inside of a biological female's locker room. Okay, so we're gonna start with Big Natalie. So Big Natalie. What do you act like as a trans person inside a woman's locker room? What do I act like? Yeah. I'm a woman. Stop looking at my dick, you fucking freak. I'm not looking at your dick. Yes, you are. I didn't even know you had one. Yes, I have a big one. Wow. How, how, how big? I'm very big and tasty and delicious. Wow. Okay, that's not how you're supposed to act. You guys are about to have sex. Cameron, you, what you're supposed to say, that is pretty good, though. Gosh, you guys are really vibing. You're supposed to say, I'm a female. Don't look at my dick. That's what you say, right, Cameron? As If you have a penis, you just tell everybody in the locker room not to look at your penis. Is that correct? Yeah, or just get out. No, we want him staying in the can, locker room. Can we, can we have him say that again? He messed it up so badly. We just need a redo. Okay? Yeah, okay, so we're going to do this from the start. So you had you, one line. So you're going to say, Ready? Action. I'm a female. Don't be looking at my dick, you freak. I had no idea. What you mean you had no idea? I didn't, but dicks are my favorite food, though. Okay, all right, scene. All right, that's a good one. Now, Cameron, now we're going to get your, we need to get your advice. A lot of people don't realize that as an athlete with a penis, um, it can be a hindrance to sport. So this banana right here mm -hmm. is a representation of your penis. Gotcha. And we're going to teach you how to tuck this properly. Okay, then. And this is what I do so no one can look at my dick. All right, yeah. So you're going to put this on your leg. Put this, no, kind of like here. Put it more over here. Cameron, is this the proper way to tuck right here? Okay. And then you kind of move your I hand. I wouldn't know. We tuck I it. wouldn't know. You tuck it to the butt area. Wait, you didn't have any trans athletes? Look, this is how we tuck his banana so we can't see it. Look, now, can you see his banana? Honestly, Cameron, can you see the banana? Be honest right now. I don't even want to look in that direction, Alex. Well, that is fair, but let me tell you something. I'm looking at it, I'm right next to it, I can't even see it. I don't know if, can you zoom in? I can't see it, it's blending in. That's a hell of a tug job. So, rule number one, that's how you tuck it. Big Natalie, great job. Thank you. All right, now, the last thing. This is the thing that they all want to know. How do you fit in with a beautiful lady like Dawina, knowing that you don't have your period, right? Uh-huh. But you want to fit in? Yes, I do. And uh, I use a tampon. One of these? You use one of these? Yes, I do. And I put it right in my ass. Oh, my gosh. Where do you put that? Right in my ass. Do not look, turn around and then do it. Do it like this. Show Cameron. Is this right? Is this right for a trans person to put it in his derriere? 
I can't see, and I'm not going to. Oh my gosh, it's I'm in there. It's in there all the way. Wait, wait, wait. It's kind of right there. Okay, good. Now, now turn around. Look, look. Just let it go. Let it hang. Right there. Do we have a zoom in on that? Is that the right way to use a tampon for a trans person? Looks about right. That's how we do it, guys. So this is how you properly have etiquette in a female locker room. So do you think they did a good job, Dawina and a Big Natalie? Yeah, I think they did an excellent job. They were very, very respectful. It's sad that we even have to have these conversations of etiquette, but they uh, they held their ground and they were they were amazing. They really were. Great job, ladies. All right, get out of here. Let me finish this interview with a beautiful Cam. All right, so now, Cam, last thing we're gonna do before we have you, we're gonna do a few call phone calls. So guys, we're gonna flash the number on the screen. We only have Cameron for 10 more minutes. We got 10 more minutes. So we're gonna turn, we're gonna open the phone lines. The phone lines are officially open. Okay, actually no, now they're officially open. So the phone lines are open. Oh crap, I gotta turn off Do Not Disturb. All right, so you guys are gonna be able to call in, hurry, because we only have Cameron for a few more minutes. Now, Cameron, we're probably gonna get some weird calls. If anybody tries to say something to you uh, inappropriate, I'm gonna hang up on them. And it, it's probably like Jimmy or something in a weird voice. He's a perv. So, you know, anything he says, blame it on him, not me. I want no responsibility. Okay, guys, the lines are open. 214-216-6169, Jimmy. And of course, we're not getting any calls. Oh, shoot, did we already get a call? No, okay, it always takes a minute for everybody to call in. So Cameron, I'm so sad though that I was just in Tampa and you were not at my fight. I wanted to win that fight in front of you, Cameron, because you're a professional cheerleader and I didn't have a lot of fans there. I would have thought that I might have fought a little better with your expertise in the arena. I think you would have. I think if I was there, um, th there would have been no turning back. I mean, you could have fought everybody in the entire arena, probably. That's, that's exactly right. I would have had the strength of like 100 men. Okay, now we're getting a bunch of voice. Now now the phone line's jammed up because we're getting so many. Okay, well, now we're getting so many calls. Now it's gonna about to go through. We got literally 15 calls in that one second. Okay, let me turn on the ringer. I'm sweating, Jimmy. Why is AC not on? Oh, I almost turned off my phone. Okay, All right, hold on, Cameron. It, it never works like it's supposed to. Okay, here we go. First call. Oh, this is going to be sketchy. Short smile. Oh, that's not good. Accept. Press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Oh my gosh, we're getting so many calls, I can't. Send a voicemail. Let's go. Let's see who this is. Hello, are you there? Hello. Yes, you're live with Cameron and Alex Stein. What do you have to say? Do not say anything anti-Semitic or racist. Well, first of all, I gotta give my love to Dontarius. That's fair. And Darius. I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, I feel like they should have had a gangbang with your. No gangbang with my wife. What do you want to say to Cameron Kinsey while we have her on the air, please, to the beautiful lady? What do you want you to say are to? You lovely lady, and I love what you're doing. I hope you keep doing it. I've got. Uh, two girls of my own, and I wish that the uh, the fathers of young women like yourself would stand up. And no, yeah, call stinks. You shouldn't call it. Don't ever call here again, please. You're blocked. Okay, that caller was weird. Okay, now let's see. Let's see who this is. Okay, oh my gosh, who's this caller? This is scary. This person's from Vegas. Hello, caller. You're live. Cameron in prime time. How can I? 
Yes, yes. Now you're live with Cameron Kinsey. Can you can you say something to the lady, to the beautiful lady? You have something positive to say? Can you uh, denounce uh, Adolf Hitler or do something good real quick? I thought we were asking about trans athletes. Oh, yeah. What is your thought on trans athletes? Don't take makeup tips from Hitler. Why not? Uh, you can't pull off the stash correctly. So, Oh, so you're saying that was a fake stash. Is that what you're saying? Well, Chaplin had it first, but Hitler stole it. Okay, all right. Now get out of here. No more this Hitler talk. This is why I wanted Colin about yeah. trans okay, athletes. Okay, Jimmy, no more everybody Hitler. wants to talk about Hitler today. It's Hitler Hermann. <laughs> oh, my Gosh, God. Gosh almighty, the phone's going off the hook. I literally, now we got 20 more voicemails. And some guy's calling me from Chula Vista. So you know that they're probably trying to sell some weed or something like that. So, hey, what do you think about, oh, my gosh. This is from, this person's from Waco. So you know they're going to be a good Christian individual. Let's see. Hello? You're live on the air. How can I help Hey. Yes? Hey, how you doing? I'm a huge fan, Alex. I'm a huge fan. Oh, Peter Griffin. Yeah, what's up, Dad? It's Peter Griffin. I I, I have one question for for Cameron. Oh, please. Go ahead, Pete. Why are you so freaking hot? You're hotter than Lois. I I love looking at your face. Look at your hair. Look at the glow in your eyes. You got blue. Your blue eyes, I think. Cameron, oh, how are you so beautiful? The, the caller Peter Griffin would like to know. Peter, I have nothing but kind words to say to you. That just made my night. Thanks. Wow, she loves you, Peter. All right, we got to let you go. Now we got now somebody from Shelbyville. Oh, Darius my. Presley's glory hole. No, this is another one of Darius Presley. Darius, come oh, over we got to answer. We got to answer. We answered it. Hold on. Darius. Hello. Yes, you're live with Darius and Alex. Who's speaking? This is Darius Presley's glory hole. And I just want to say, I've seen it all. Darius, show us your tits. Do not show your boobs. Do you like Darius? <sighs> You're that big of a Darius fan that you met of him? Of course. In Cameron, have you ever visited a glory hole? It's, w- it's where a man can anonymously <laughs> stick his genitals into a bathroom stall, and there's just a hole on the other side, so you don't know who's... Have you ever heard of that? No. You're like... I've not been exposed to any of this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Darius, tell her about your experience in Glory Holes. I miss it. I you miss it? it? Oh, yeah. Okay, Cameron, answer oh, this yeah. question. And I, I probably shouldn't even ask this on the live show. Maybe don't. Well, I am mean, going to ask yeah. it. Darius's birthday, his 51st birthday, is on December 17th. Is that correct? Correct. And he wants me to get him a lady for the evening. Is that a crime? Yes, it is. Should I get him a sex trafficking victim that he wants so bad? Yes or no, Cameron? Jesus. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. I don't even know how to answer this. So that's questions. a no. That's a no. That's, tell her why you want to be with a, a prostitute so bad. Need to get off. Oh, my God. Stop, Darius. This is a nice woman. Do not talk like that. Uh, what? We're supposed to be talking about trans athletes. It's Darius's fault. Darius, stop acting like a woman. Act like a man in front of Cameron. She's a, she wants a strong black man, not a weird trans person talking about glory holes and getting ejaculating. Gosh. Did you know that, though, in the metaverse, though, Cameron, that they actually plan when we get plugged into the metaverse and we're living in a pod, that they'll be able to live in an artificial world and you'll be able to ejaculate over a thousand times a day. Did you know that? No, I, I, I didn't know that, Alex, but so, I, I hope that 
I hope that helps you in the future. Ah! I hope that you can utilize that for your, your I, benefit. I probably need that, honestly. I've been striking out left and right. I'm hanging out with Darius most of the damn time. So you know that a digital girlfriend pro would probably be better than a real one. Okay, so the, the phone's going crazy. We're gonna answer one more call. Hold on, this is from Napa Valley, California. Who is calling? Oh my gosh, it's Ronnie, it's Veronica. Veronica. What's up? Hurry, Veronica. Hi, Cameron. How are you? How are you, by the way? Thank you for all that you're doing, by the way. That's no, all you want to say you. is how she's doing? No, no, no. And how do you? How? What? What are your thoughts on what's happening with the uh, Roe versus Wade? What were your thoughts about that? I'm just curious if that's okay. Oh, abortion. Great. Abortion. What do you think about abortion, Cameron? On abortion, uh, it's so interesting that she asked that. When I was a correspondent at One American News. Um, I actually covered that at the Supreme Court, uh, Dobbs versus Jackson, as well as Roe v. Wade. And I also uh, worked in the White House. Of course, she probably knows this when uh, when R Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and then we appointed uh, Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Um, also, I wasn't there when we appointed Brett, but I'm, I'm so glad that um, our Supreme Court is deciding to uh, to go with our constitution. And I'm very, very pro-life, um, always have been. And so um, I very much support this pro-life uh, justices that we have that are supporting this. And um, yeah, I, I think it's a disgrace what the Biden administration's doing. I think that Joe Biden being a Catholic out of, out of everything should be the one standing up um, for, for, uh, for life and he's not, and he's actually dropping the ball on that. So we need strong leaders in office who um, are going to advocate for the unborn and, and be their voice when they're not around to speak for themselves. Okay, now we got one more caller. Caller, you're live with Cameron Kinsey. How can we help you? Hello, caller. Yeah, this is Prime Time Alex and I can't hear you. Are, are, are you not on speakerphone? Damn it. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Who is this? Primetime Alex Stein 99. Yes, sir. You're live with Cameron Kinsey in primetime. We only have you a few minutes. You are the third best Alex. You know who is the top Alex? Alex Rosen. Number two is Alex Jones. But I still watch you every single night. Do you watch it? Are you a chat rat? And you're ranking me as the third highest Alex. Yeah, because Alex Rosen catches pedophiles. I catch pedophiles every day. I caught Darius. What do you mean? Ann White, Darius, an unregistered sex offender. I catch him before they even get registered. What about Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy's a pedophile. I caught him. Hey, hey now, hey now. No, no, no. Well, you're not, Jimmy. Oh, you're... no, Jimmy. Yeah, dude, you're calling in. I mean, Either I need. Way. Alex Rosen is the king of Alex's, man. You gotta have him on your show. Again. He's already been on this show. Or what are you smoking, Delta Nine, dude? Where? What are you talking about? You are on Delta Nine. You're on synthetic marijuana. Heck yeah, bro. <laughs> okay, well yeah, that's. I love that stuff. It's good. Cameron's for you. never coming back. On no, the Cameron's show. not. We got to go back. Sorry, Cameron. We're having a bunch of weird callers. Okay, but but before we let you go, we are going to let you go because we got to react to some clips. Tell the people where they can find you and support you, Cameron. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, True Social, and X at, at Cameron Bailey. Um, and if you have any PR needs, you can message me, Cameron at PraetorianPR.com. And Cameron is the best, guys. She's a pro. She's a good sport for coming on this show. Oh, can I ask her one question, oh, one quick gosh. question? Yes, Jimmy. Um, Do not hit so on her or anything weird, please. Well, Cameron, um, I don't know if you're aware, I just had a daughter. 
Oh, I didn't. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank After you. After your day conversion therapy? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Alex, Alex is the so reason. Good did come out of that. Yes. yes. Thank God. Thank but you, Cameron. My question, Alex told me that the reason I birthed a girl or my wife, I made a girl, is because I have weak semen. What do you think? I do not think that having a girl is weak. I think that girl dads are some of the strongest men and their wallets are some of the strongest as well. Ah, and Jimmy has a, that. Jimmy, oh my gosh, stop flexing. And Jimmy comes from a very affluent family. He went to very I am affluent strong. I agree. Thank you, Cameron. That yeah, was Yeah, so best. his wallet You're is going to pay Jimmy. for a lot of stuff. His wallet, and his, and actually ah. I've stolen Jimmy's identity and I've been buying stuff online. I've been online shopping. Okay, Cameron, last one question we want to ask you before uh, you go. We ask everybody this. Is a moon landing real or fake? Have we ever asked you that before? You haven't asked me that, fake. Oh my gosh, Jimmy! Jimmy! We love you! We love you, We love you! All right, you are a queen. You're the best. Please come back anytime. Next time, I promise we'll be nicer. Darius won't be all weird. Apologize real quick to Cameron, please. Okay, love you guys. This has been a ride. Apologize nicely. Like loudly so she can hear you. As long as we don't have to share a locker room, we're good. No locker. Well, if you guys, when you do come here and stay, the 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 green room, you guys can't share a green room. Yes, we can share. A green oh room. yes, we're gonna be in the green room together. All right, Cameron, everybody, go follow her. She's awesome, great sport. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a great one. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, bye bye. You rule, Cam. We mean that. Thank you. What a good sport, Jimmy. I hope she comes back. And now I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I didn't no think chance. Big Nasty would be so. Stop. So there's no chance. Is that what you're saying? I mean, we might have. She felt a little better at the end when we were nice to her about the moon landing. But yeah. Yeah, I, and it was nice that she made fun of your gay conversion therapy. So she knew all about that. That so. is true. Of course she knew about that. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I think she's a pretty great guest. I don't know if you ask uh, But me. she had to stare at your feet the whole time. Yeah, they like that. I'm giving that for free. What are the people in the chat saying? Are the people sharing this show right now? How many people are. Uh, uh, oh, we're getting calls from Bimmerton. I mean, how many people are really watching the show and not sharing it? You guys are all. Some of you guys have the audacity. We're at 755 people, and none of them, I haven't got one tweet that they've shared and added me, Jimmy. Do they want this show to fail? Is that what they want, do you think, Jimmy? Well, apparently you're the third-ranked Alex, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The big fan calls me and says I'm the third-ranked, and I love Alex Rosen. He's been on the show. Why is it, Jimmy? Why do my own fans want to see me fail so bad? I think your brand of comedy is crapping on those whom you love. So maybe that's their way of crapping on you. So you think because I yell at politicians and call AOC a big booty Latina, that's why they call and humiliate me over the phone? I think it's more you tell everyone that I'm autistic every day and you also have I haven't said that today. Friend. I haven't called you Oh, autistic. you just called me a pedophile today. You're right. Yeah, okay, which is not as bad, isn't it? I mean, what's, what's worse? Would you rather be a pedophile or autistic? Autistic. Okay, yeah, that's probably right. All right, uh, uh, Let's see. Hello, you're live on the air. How can I help you? Yeah, what, what, what's happening? I, I, what, what's going on? Not a whole lot. We're trying to do a damn podcast, and everybody here, Jimmy, my producer, sabotaging it, and Darius, is, that is right? yeah, he's sexually assaulting our guests. Yeah, well, I mean, how can I help you? Where are you right now? I'm in Wisconsin. Beautiful Wisconsin. Okay, nobody gives a damn about a bunch of cheese eaters in Wisconsin. The Packers suck. You suck. Are I you agree. a... Are you a chat rat? Y yes, I am. Have you shared the stream? 
I have not. Okay, so how are we going to grow the show if you're not willing to share this to new people? Do you want to be a lonely chat rat just by yourself, or would you rather be with a bunch of other sexy, big-booty Latina rats that are willing to, you know, meet you in IRL, in real life, or do you just want to be a lonely chat rat? I'm married. Oh, God damn it. Okay, bye. Can I talk to Jerry? No. Gosh, what is going on, Jimmy? That's a weird thing to add at the end. I'm married. And who do you want to talk to? I think Darius. Is that what you want to talk to Darius? Everybody wants to talk to Darius. Oh, at least we got some good super chats. Oh, somebody's calling from Boston. Let's Here, see I'll read a super chat. Bad Buddhist said, Primetime with Alex Stein is the greatest show ever on the internet. Alex, your comedy is way ahead of the curve. Much appreciated. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Caller, this is your last caller of the night. What the hell do you want? And they hung up. Gosh, dang it, Jimmy. These people have no respect for a pimp on a blimp. So let's talk about this year before we go and react to these a few clips. Guys, we only have, after tonight's episode, four more episodes left in the year. We have to make them monumental. The Blaze, they're going to be, you know, deciding, hey, do we keep Alex Stein's show? Do we want him to continue? Well, if they're going to say yes, we need you guys to support the show. That's no, that's no cap. Isn't that what they say in the hood? That's it. That's it. That means no lying. We're not lying. If you guys want this show to grow, I need every single rat in the chat sharing, uh, chatting, crying about me, falling in love with me, becoming obsessed with me, showing up at my house and my place of work and trying to make me fall in love with you. If you're not going to give that sort of effort, you're not going to try to be like Selena and try to assault me as a leader of my fan club, then I don't want you as a fan. Okay, somebody from California, let's see what this is. Did you say Packers? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I said the Packers suck. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> you fucking asshole. Yeah, what's the Packers? What's what's your, what what is their record this year? Aren't they like three and six? Hey, we're gonna make it to the playoffs. We always do, dude. All what right? are you smoking <laughs> on, dude? How are y'all gonna make it to the playoffs? Y'all three and six, and you're Latino. There's no Latinos in Wisconsin. I can tell by your affect. Or don't you have a little bit of a, a tahini yeah, in your blood? I live in Los, I live in Los Angeles. Hey, why do you like the Packers, dude? Go cheer for my boy Matt Stafford, the Los Angeles Rams. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. I loved Brett Favre when I was young. I loved Brett Favre. Did you ever see? Yeah, did you ever see his dick pics that he sent to? What was that girl's name? Jennifer, Jennifer Tur Sturger. Jennifer. Wait, what the fuck? There's a dick pic? Yes, of Brett Favre. Dude, go Google Brett Favre's dick pic. You got to go. All right, gosh. Jimmy, is that good? Now, that actually, I don't know if that's good that we're teaching people about Brett Favre's dick pic. Oh, Grand Prairie number. This sounds kind of sketch. Okay. Okay, caller, you're calling for the Metroplex. What the hell do you want? I want to talk to Alex, Jimmy. No, this is Alex. This isn't Jimmy, motherfucker. What the hell do you want? I'm the guy with the mohawk. I told you I want to be on the show. You want to save the show? I have ideas. How are you going to save it? Please, tell me an idea right now. I've been kicked off of several podcasts because I take my shirt off and dance around and say dumb shit, just like you, but I'm more attractive. <clears throat> and it goes viral? I mean, have I ever seen your work anywhere? Not on um, any of the uh, not X-rated sites. No, I'm just. How do we? I, you say you're going to be able to save the show. How are you going to save it just by dancing around the Mohawk? We'll have you on. Send me a video of you dancing around the Mohawk, and then we'll approve you. Yes or I no? I did. Take the Twitter. Twitter. That's cool, man. Have a good night. Just DM uh, yeah, me. I DM fun. Jimmy. Send Jimmy because you're in the Metroplex. We'll have you on. Message Jimmy right now oh. on Instagram. All right. All right. I bye. Will. All right. Bye. See you. Okay. Last call. Oh. Let's see. Oh, this guy's being sketchy. Hey, 
Hello? 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 Okay, they're an idiot. They don't know how to work it. All right, we got another $10 super chat. Oh, my gosh, the, the phone's blowing up. Joe the Supermark. Oh, this is Joe the Supermark. Joe the Supermark, are you, are you, how are you doing? Are you, still, uh, are you still in the hospital? I moved on to a nursing home. Damn, Joe, and are you on hospice? No, I'm not on hospice. It's just that they don't give you any care here. They basically just let you totally fend for yourself. But, I mean, that's cool and all until you need something, and then they just don't do it or they make excuses. It's just really shitty. And then, Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, it's okay. And you're a paraplegic, is that correct? No, no, I just can't walk. That's all. I mean, I have, I have an infection that ravaged my legs and moved its way up, and then I have a, a bevy of other situations, bad hospital bed, COVID, bad oxygen equipment. All of that just ran its course for the last four years and landed me here. So it's, it's super positive. But I just called to figure out why you weren't on Bubba today, man. Well, I'm, I'm going through it, man. I'm going through it. I just lost my best friend. He called me this morning, and I just didn't want to, you know, uh, Bubba knows Hank very well, and I just didn't want to sit there and talk about it and cry because I've been in, you know, in and out. I don't blame you. No, I don't blame you. No, no, no. I wasn't trying to make no trouble. I just wanted we missed you. That's, that's I'll be back. I'll be back. I know. I'll be back. Wednesday, 9.15, I was just making sure that there wasn't nothing, I, you know, that we needed to know that. You were saying over here that we weren't here. No, no, I'm Bubba Army all the way, and I'll be back next week. I just had to take a break, Bubba. I just didn't want, man. I just didn't want Bubba. To, Bubba was going to try to make me cry and make me all sad because he knows me really well. I didn't want to do all that. Okay, Supermark, we love you. I'll talk to you. Thank you for calling in. We got to end the show. We only got three minutes left. God bless, brother. God bless. All right, bye. All right, we're ending the call in. There's no more calls. The phone is now on. Do not disturb. Okay, do we have to react to this clip? Uh, uh, this is the one clip I wanted to react to. Correct, Jimmy. Correct. All right, let's play this clip. And this is why you can't help out everybody. You can't put everybody on. I used to go into this tattoo shop and I would tell this guy that I knew that was a heroin addict that I was doing real estate because he'd see me pull up and I had my suits on and I had my brand new car. This was like seven years ago. He was like, dude, what is it that you do? What do I got to do to do that? And I told him, just go knock on a bunch of doors. You know, I didn't think he was really going to do it. That dude clocked out like right then and there. And he didn't show up for work, took a two-week vacation, and he knocked on every single door in San Antonio. Put a property under contract, brings it to me. I help him facilitate the entire deal. Ends up closing. I sell that shit to a very well-known buyer here in town. I sold it to his daughter, so it was like even crazier. So I got paid 23 grand. We split it down the middle. Everything was good. That guy that was the heroin addict paid a hooker to have sex with the seller in a hotel while he sat in the corner and watched it happen with a gun in his hand and forced the seller to sign the deed to the property. And the <laughs> hooker was also a licensed notary. Bro, fucking put me in the shittiest situation ever. <laughs> and that is why you don't hire people off of Craigslist. So, um, Darius, did you hear that video? Did you see how he tried to help a guy out? Tried to help get him into business? And then what did the guy do? He committed a felony by sexually abusing a man and making him sell his house at gunpoint. One of the damnedest things I've ever heard. So was so far removed from me, though. Well, I'm a little nervous that you might pull one of those stunts. Like, that's why I wanted to play this video to see. As lovable as I am? Yeah, but do you think that heroin addict was lovable when he told that prostitute and got the gun and made the guy sign the deed? Of course not. Well, Jimmy, do you think that Darius is going to be like that? Should I put Darius on, like that real estate guy? Yeah. So I made the right decision. Yeah.
Okay, Big Natalie, come on out here. We got to end the show with a big crescendo. Well, do you want uh, to talk about Howard Stern? Oh, yes. We do want to mention this, guys. You know, Howard Stern's politics suck, but he's a huge inspiration of mine. I try to channel him on this show all the time. And sadly, Howard Stern's best friend, his hairstylist, and uh, a guy that he's known for over 40 years, Ralph Sorella, who is... uh, Kind of a goofball, kind of the villain on the show. A lot of people didn't like him, but uh, he died. And Howard, this morning I was listening to his show, which I don't always do because I want to hear what he had to say. And, uh, you know, Howard said it best. He talked about the pain that he's going through. So uh, I feel your pain, Howard. We both have lost, you know, people that we love. He mentioned that he loved Ralph and I loved Hank. So I just want to give you a proper shout out. Rest in peace, Ralph. Uh, Howard Stern. You know, your politics suck now, but you gave me thousands of hours of great entertainment, and Ralph was the butt of a lot of those jokes. So, R.I.P. Ralph. Thank you, Howard, for uh, giving a shout-out to your uh, best friend. Okay, so now, folks, you know who we got on the on the set right now? We got my favorite big booty blackina, Big Natalie. We also have to do the winner of the caption contest. Oh, yes. Let's see. Who won the caption contest? One, two, three, or four. Hopefully four won. Let's see. Yes! I love it! When the whippet hits so nice, you turn into a Japanese father that is pleased with his son's grades. And did you notice that both of you, in Darius's speech, he mentioned something very similar, that only kids on Christmas that get good grades, Asian kids, get Christmas presents. Do you remember saying that? I do. I do. Do you still stand by that? I do. That's what I like to hear. All right, folks, we end the show the same way. Every time with that freestyle finale. So DJ, hit that beat. Jingle bell, jingle bell. Welcome to the third layer hell. Darius in drag. And you know that dick sag. To the left, his lip is clapped. When I rap, I am the best. I pass the test, I'm with Big Natalie. And he's got some double D, hit D, for you and me to see. Darius's dick is in that dress. Darius's dick is the best. For Christmas, I want a phone. For Christmas, I am getting a clone. I'm cloning you. I'm going to replace you and eat your soul and take your body and load it up like a weed bowl. All right, guys. I love you all. We only got four shows left this year. So hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and tweet this. Share it on Instagram. I don't give a damn, but we need some more chat rats to keep this boat afloat. And guys, that's how a blimp flies. It don't fly solo. I need my chat rats flying with me. I love you guys. Peace and good night. What's up, brother?